If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Talk Recorded live. Good morning. Okay, so finally finished that technical uh, chapter, and now we're on chapter 27, and it's the final chapter, and it's uh, case histories of recovered patients. So the following well-documented stories of recovered patient, Gerson patients, are just a very small sample of the considerable collection of such records in our archives. All of them refer to patients thoroughly, diagnosed by biopsy, done mostly in the U.S., hospitals. Almost all of them were in a so-called terminal condition with widespread cancers that have never been cured by orthodox means. We choose that we chose them in an attempt to include as many kinds of malignant diseases as possible since we know from long experience that individuals who are thinking of pursuing the Gerson therapy always want to know first whether anyone suffering from their cancer has been recovered. This selection aims to answer the questions. The Gerson protocol is often attacked on the grounds that it has never been subjected to a so-called proper test, i.e. randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled clinical trial. This kind of test, however, has taken over fairly recently from another centuries-old way of judging medical treatments, which is based on clinical results. In other words, as Dr. Gerson often stated, it's the result at the sickbed that counts, a self-evident view that would be hard to dispute. The recently favored randomized double-blind placebo-controlled clinical trial, however, is not concerned with individual patients. It requires a large group of individuals and the so-called double-blind because neither the doctor nor the patient know who is receiving the new drug, the new drug under testing, and who is not. That is meant to exclude uh, psychological or other external influences that might interfere with the working of the drug. Clearly, this method is suitable for testing a single drug, but useless for any therapy that involves a total change of lifestyle, such as the Gerson treatment. Just consider for a moment the impossibility of administering of administering coffee enemas or serving fresh juices 13 times a day without patients realizing that something radical is going on. Besides, the mainstays of conventional oncology, namely radiation treatment and chemotherapy, have never been subjected to randomized double-blind clinical trials. Only various kinds of chemotherapy have been tested against each other, never chemo versus non-chemo treatment. Yet, All the time, books and academic studies have been published by physicians and other scientists attesting to the failure of chemotherapy. One of the latest books, The War on Cancer, Anatomy of Failure by Guy uh, Baguette, MD. In view of this, critics of the Gerson therapy should perhaps demand 
the application of a randomized double-blind clinical trials of chemotherapy before attacking a method which, with which they are totally unfamiliar. Highly aggressive lymphoma. SM was 47 years old in 1990 when she developed several swollen lymph nodes and after having been biopsied was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Two years later, in the summer of 1992, she arrived at the Gerson Hospital with extensive edema, fluid accumulation in her legs, hips, buttocks, and around a large melon around and and around a large melon-sized tumor in her abdomen. She embarked on the Gerson therapy as the only treatment for her condition, and was not tapped to remove the fluid from her body. In the first five days of the full Gerson program, with many trips to the bathroom, SM lost. 28 pounds. In February 1993, when the patient was re-examined by her doctor uh, in Wenatchee, Washington, the MCs report the generalized lymphodemyopathy, the disease of the lymph nodes, has resolved. Medical term uh, for gone. I can no longer feel the abdominal mass, uh, marked uh, carotid keratinemia, harmless orange discoloration of the skin, often presents in Gerson patients, is noticed. Lean is not palpable, cannot be felt. She remains adamant, however, that she wants no conventional medical treatment. Dr. Bulger, Hematology and Oncology, Wenatchee Valley Clinic, Wenatchee, Washington, understandable since she no longer had any swollen lymph nodes. SM continued in good health, testified about her recovery at a convention in Seattle in 1998, and was active in her husband's business in the last report in 2002. Uh, at age 32, W.S. was a struggling young artist with a wife and three small children. When he noticed a mass in his abdomen, he was sent to surgery in May 1951 in Cincinnati, Ohio. The doctor reported a cluster of lymph glands the largest measuring five centimeters, which is two inches. He removed as many as he could afterwards. WS was given radio, uh, radiotherapy. A mere four months later, in September, a new mass appeared, and the patient received more radiotherapy, which reduced the swollen gland. However, a few months later, the trouble reoccurred, and WS tried some other treatments since his doctors told him that he had only two months to live. When W.S. found out about the Gerzen therapy, he traveled to New York to see Dr. Gerzen, who reported on the case in his book, <clears throat> A Cancer Therapy, a, res <clears throat> excuse me, a Result of 50 Cases, as case number 18. After about eight months on the Gerzen program, W.S.'s condition improved dramatically. He recovered his energy and was able to continue working as a church artist. He did construction and decoration work, designed stained glass windows, and mounted on art an art exhibi exhibition in San Diego. In 1983, W.S. wrote, I am looking back on 33 years, eight children, 12 grandchildren, and a wonderful, productive life. In 2006, age 88, he appeared in Dying to Have Known, Stephen Crossell's Gerzen documenta documentary film, still functioning well and working in an artist studio, with several of his children. Endometriosis turning into cervical cancer. 
the endometrium in the mucous membrane lining uterus, lining the uterus, uh, during the fertile years of a woman. This lining is shed every month if the secreted ovum is not fertilized and implanted in the tissue. When the organism or the hormone system is malfunctioning, the endometrium can spread to various sites throughout the pelvic area, including the abdominal wall. As the condition worsens and the menstrual cycle does not get regulated, endometrial tissue may spread throughout the body, becoming a malignancy resembling metastatic pelvic carcinoma. The case of ST illustrates this progression perfectly. This patient had gynecological problems at the very start of her menstrual periods. 35 years later, she was diagnosed with endometriosis and had a number of Ds and Cs, dilation and cuterage of scraping of the uterus to remove the endometrial plaque. In the end, she had a partial hysterectomy, yet her problems continued. Finally, in 1979, a pap smear showed the the cancer of the cervix with atypical, irregular, non-conforming to the normal cells in her blood. She also noticed lumps in her breast, but these were not further investigated. A hysterectomy was arranged for her, but she declined the operation. She began to investigate alternative treatments, changed her diet, and fasted. Then she remembered a lecture she heard many years before by Charlotte Gerzen and decided to go on the Gerzen therapy. Having done so, she was surprised to experience severe healing reactions with nausea and vomiting, and then recalled being told that she had a great deal of scar tissue in her abdominal area, probably caused by her early, earlier ulcers. ST stayed on the therapy for two years and declares, never once did a bite of food enter my mouth that I should not have eaten. She remains well. Last report in 2006 is busy taking care of her aged parents and in-laws who are in their 90s and occasionally her grandchildren. Breast cancer. In 1988, KBH70 noticed redness and swelling in the nipple area of her breast. Her doctor in Modesto, California, took a biopsy that proved she was she had a malignant tumor. He also confirmed that he hadn't got got it all and urged her to have a mastectomy. She refused. A second opinion by a physician at Stanford confirmed the original diagnosis, and KB was advised to undergo surgery, followed by chemotherapy or radiation. Again, she refused. Rejecting any conventional treatment. KB embarked on the Gerson therapy at home, at first eating only raw foods and having six enemas a day for eight months. And then she added some organic, vegetarian cooked foods. After one and a half years, the cancer was gone, but she still had some sort of, uh, had some scar tissue, which she chose to have removed. A biopsy showed that tissue was clear of malignancy. The tumor board noted in her medical record that the patient was cured by diet, by diet. Uh, now in KB, now in her late 80s, shows up every year at the Los Angeles Health Convention. She still drinks juices but eats a little meat. This case is all but remarkable because the patient pursued the Gerson therapy on her own at home without staying at the Gerson hospital or having a Gerson doctor to consult. Breast cancer with liver metastasis. EBH43 reported to her doctor with a lump in her breast in January 2002, was biopsied and told that she had breast cancer. She took no action. 
In 2004, she reported to Loma Linda Univers University Medical Center and was diagnosed as suffering from stage 4 breast cancer with liver, liver metastasis. According to the medical report, her liver was covered with tumors and was shutting down. Her skin and whites of her eyes were yellow. EB was offered chemotherapy, and not knowing otherwise, she accepted uh, one treatment. Her oncologist stated that in view of her advanced condition, he was not sure she would survive for two months, and he hoped that the chemotherapy, chemotherapy would give her a year of life. That was when the patient uh, began to look for other options and found out about the Gerson therapy. From her research, she knew that with conventional medical treatment, cases of breast cancer with liver metastases have less than 1% two-year survival rate, so her only hope was to try an alternative protocol. After completing the two years on Gerson therapy, EB was well enough to go skiing in Tularide, Colorado, one of the steepest mountains in the U.S. Now, after three years, judging by her PET slash CT, um, of August 2006, she has a fully functioning liver and no malignancy of metastasis anywhere in her body. EB enjoys skiing in winter and water skiing in the summer, rock climbing, playing golf, and riding her motorcycle. She also travels frequently. Breast cancer reoccurrence after chemo and radiation. AF discovered a lump in her breast in September 1985. She had a biopsy and a lumpectomy followed by radiation and chemotherapy at the Virginia Mason Hospital in Seattle, Washington. By 1989, the cancer had spread to her throat. She had more surgery, followed again by radiation. Five months later, more reoccurrences occurred all over, and more radiation was, was offered. Due to the extreme suffering caused by earlier radiation, she refused the treatment and went instead to the Gerson Hospital in Mexico. Before long, she was getting better, and after about a year, she was told that she didn't have cancer anymore. Seven years later, the radiation damage causing AF severe dryness in her throat cleared at last, and her health was uh, truly excellent. When she returned to her original doctor and told him that she was on the Gerson therapy, he simply walked out of the office. AF continues in good health. Uh, melanoma. MH was age, uh, MH age 40 was diagnosed with melanoma in her vaginal wall. This was confirmed by biopsy and subsequent surgery, followed by 25 radiation treatments and four-month course of interference, inter interferon. During this treatment, the cancer spread to her liver. The oncologist treating her, uh, treating her with, that, with chemotherapy, the patient might live up to nine months. Although MH was extremely weak and in serious pain, she refused that option in 19... 96 embarked on the Gerson treatment in spite of her oncologist's warning against it. In September 1997, a scan showed that MH was clear of melanoma. Ten years later, she remained fit and well. W.E. was born in 1943 as a registered nurse. In 1996, she discovered a large mole growing on her arm. The surgeon who removed it remarked that he had he had, had to go very deep in order to obtain clear margins. The diagnosis was stage 4 melanoma. The patient's condition deteriorated, and some months later, in 1997, at the University of California at Los Angeles, spots were found on her hip, as well as a large tumor in her liver. Both 
were biopsied and confirmed to be melanoma. Her doctor advised her to get her affairs in order since she didn't have long to live. W.E. started with the Gerson treatment in, 19, in July 1997, made a full recovery, and remains alive and well of the, as of the last report in 2006. Recurrent melanoma. N.P. had a 5-millimeter mole on his back, which began to bleed in October 1990. He consulted skin care specialist, Dr. Richard Federsfield, who was sure that the lesion was not melanoma. However, the biopsy proved him wrong, and on October 30th at the Berrien General Hospital in Michigan, a large skin, uh, area of skin was removed from the patient's back. Six months later, in April 1991, an, an enlarged lymph node was discovered in NP's right axilla. It was biopsied and found to be metastasized melanoma. The oncologist at the Borges Medical Center of Kalamazoo, Michigan, told NP, I've treated several cases like yours and lost them all. He then proposed an experimental treatment that might possibly extend the patient's life from six months prognosis to nine months. NP refused. At that stage, he received a letter from the widow of, the, of an acquaintance, a man of, of his own age, who had received all available conventional treatments for metastatic melanoma and died five months later. This persuaded NP to go to the Gerson Clinic in Mexico, where he arrived with his wife in May 1991. At the time, another tumor appeared, but vanished in six weeks. At the end of the therapy, NP, age 67, was in perfect health and regularly competed in senior Olympic games in Michigan and Florida, winning silver twice and gold once in the race walk. In time, he eased off the Gerson type of food and abandoned the diet completely while traveling in South America. In 1994, another lymph node had to be removed from the original site. It proved to be melanoma. MP immediately reserved, uh, resumed the strict intensive Gerson therapy and again made a full recovery. At present, he remains well and active. Correctal cancer with liver metastasis. CT was uh, 58 years old when he noticed sign of rectal bleeding. The treatment he was given for suspected hemorrhoids proved useless, so he was sent to Shand Hospital in Gainesville, Florida for thorough tests and diagnosis. The resulting surgery report has showed that CT was suffering from colon malignancy with metastasis throughout his body. The hospital doctors told the patient that because of his widely spread cancer, chemotherapy would be of no use and gave him a prognosis of three to six months of life. CT embarked on the Gerson therapy uh, using no other treatment and over a period of two years achieved a complete recovery. 25 years later, at age 81, he remains alive and well and active. In 1992, YH, a Japanese professor of medicine, found himself unable to have a bowel movement. Surgery combined with liver biopsy disclosed colon malignancy, which had already spread to the liver. Professor YD agreed to four mild chemotherapy treatments, but these resulted in the growth of liver metastasis. The patient abandoned the chemotherapy and embarked on Gerson therapy, following the directions of Dr. Gerson's book. Fourteen years later, he is fully recovered with a clean liver and has successfully treated many cancer patients with the same method. He described this experience in his book, only available in Japanese, and has trained a few of his colleagues at 
in the Gerson therapy. At present, he is following up some 500 cancer cases, which have shown positive responses to the Gerson protocol he now uses. Pancreatic cancer. LK went to see his doctor. He was feeling poorly and was prescribed a medicine to reduce his stomach acid. Unfortunately, this remedy caused him severe pain and other problems. In 1994, November, he had given a CT scan which showed an abnormal, irregular mass in the head of the pancreas contiguous adjacent with the superior mesenteric artery and superior vein. LK's doctor stated, you have pancreatic cancer and surgery is impossible, while neither radiation nor chemotherapy would work for you. After talking to recovered Gerson patients and without any treatment on offer, the patient decided to go to Mexico and start the Gerson treatment. After 20 months of strictly adhering to the protocol, a second CT scan showed no sign of disease and everything came up as normal. LK points out that the regular severe migraine headaches uh, that had plagued him for many years disappeared almost at once since he started the therapy. After more than 10 years, he remains fit, well, and active. Having lost some 25 pounds in January, PA was sent to a hospital in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, for a CAT scan, whose results were verified by a needle biopsy. The diagnosis was pancreatic cancer. The specialist told her to get her affairs in order and, uh, because her cancer was inoperable and added the malignancy had spread to her liver, gallbladder, and spleen. By then, the patient had lost 45 pounds and was vomiting blood. With no other option, she decided to try the Gerson therapy, having heard about a local man who claimed to have recovered from it, from the pancreatic cancer. In March 1986, in March 1986, uh, she arrived at the Gerson Clinic in Mexico and started an intensive therapy. By December of that year, a mere 11 months later, according to her doctor, the patient had the cancer licked. In February 1990, her family doctor stated that as at the present time, she has no evidence of reoccurrence and the evidence of malignancy was present in 1995 has now gone. PA continues in good health and leads an active life 20 years after being diagnosed with an apparently incurable life-threatening disease. I think I went over the time because these stories were so amazing. Uh, does anybody have any questions, comments, or anything? Let me just check. But these are fantastic. Do you have any questions? I guess not. So thank you for listening, and have yourself a great day. Bye for now.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.